0: humans and welcome to this very special edition of the Mostly Normal Side Hustle series. I am your host AJ Eide. Today is July 23rd, 2020, which is now known as Halo Infinite Day. Uh, Xbox had their Xbox games showcase earlier this morning and they premiered the first ever gameplay reveal from the campaign of Halo Infinite along with a whole bunch of other, I think there was 10 world premieres that came out today. Uh, You'll hear a lot more about that in our weekly podcast. Actually, you'll probably hear that before you hear this, (laughs) which is funny how it works in the podcast world. But for now, please join me in welcoming our very special guest, president of North Hennepin Community College and video game aficionado, Dr. Rolando Garcia. Dr. Garcia, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you, AJ, for, uh, for having me and inviting me to the show.
0: Awesome, yeah, thanks for coming on. We had our slight technical difficulties at the beginning, which I think is pretty par for the course during these remote meeting times, but we got through it. Absolutely, we survived. Yep, here we are now. Just real quick for our listeners, uh, I want to kind of let them know who you are, why we're talking to you about, well, what we're going to be talking about today is just video games and education. Rolando, you have quite the extensive background in education. Uh, Just to name a few things, I'm going to read this like straight from your bio. Um, You served Broward College as the president of Judson A. Samuel South Campus and vice provost of academic resources since
1: 2015. Sounds
0: fancy. (laughs) Um, You're dean of academic resources and assessment at Broward College, Judson A. Samuel South Campus from 2014 to 15. Uh, What else have you done? Let's see,
1: I was at uh, Northern Virginia Community College. I was the Dean of Learning Technology Resources from uh, 2011 to uh, 2014.
0: Awesome. And
1: and prior to that, I was at Miami Dade College for close to 10 years and uh, worked in different roles there in learning resources and and faculty development and instructional design. And prior to that, I worked at the U, uh, the University of Miami, in their School of Continuing Studies, uh, coordinating. Computer courses,
0: not credit awesome. Yeah. So, were you born in Florida area, or did you just end up there throughout your education process?
1: No, I was born um, in Miami-Dade County in a city called Hialeah. Okay. And uh,
0: Hialeah
1: is—it's uh, not a small city. I mean, there's like 300,000 people that live there, and uh, it's a very, um, a very large Hispanic-speaking population in that city. About 97% of the population is uh, Hispanic. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, my parents um, immigrated there, so they left Cuba, so I'm of Cuban descent, and they were exiles, so they, they came to this country right around like the mid-60s, late-60s, and that's where they settled, and that's where, um, where I grew up.
0: Cool. I yep. love Miami and Florida in general. Um, my dad has like a tiny little house down in the Keys, so I get down there sometimes, and we always try to like at least eat somewhere in Miami before we drive down or, or spend a oh, night I, there.
1: Oh, absolutely. The food is awesome. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah.
0: Well, wow. Um, so that's, I guess <laughs> the elevator pitch on your background and, <laughs> yeah. and I guess why we're, <laughs> um, all right. So this is a video game podcast. We'll get We'll talk a little bit more about the education stuff later. Uh, for now, I just want to learn a little bit about Rolando the gamer. Yeah. Um, so I want you to think back to like when you first fell in love with video games, uh, what got you hooked? I always tell people who listen to every episode of our podcast, I've heard this before, but uh, the first game that really had me like kind of fall in love with gaming was Twisted Metal 2 on my PlayStation. Um, I had had like NES and stuff like that and played Duck Hunt and all that, but that was the first time where I was just like, I need this game. I got the game. It was everything I hoped it would be. And I was just like, ever since then, I've never looked back. <laughs> so are there any games that, like that that stick out to you?
1: Man, there, there are many games. I mean, I've been gaming since uh, the Atari age. <laughs> so we, we had an Atari you know, 2600 um, and then a Nintendo after, after that. And uh, one of the games that early on I, I fell in love with because I love pen and paper RPGs was mm. a, um, a game called Pool of Radiance for the NES. Okay. And and uh, the MIDI sound from that game still still rings in my head every time I talk about it. It, it was it was that bad. It was memorable. Um, but you know, if you love Dungeons and Dragons, like that was like the game that was exactly like the pen and paper experience for you. Um, and then obviously the Final Fantasy series. So I'm a big RPG guy, and mm-hmm. um, I was a regular, you know, Final Fantasy person all the way through Final Fantasy Seven. Mm-hmm. that was like the last one where i really had a, a, enough time because those games are very um immersive and and really require a great deal of time investment
0: oh yeah just to get your character you have to grind levels just so that you can even play it it's kind of for an adult <laughs> yeah and, and i to mean me, my, who, like I makes love, time you know yeah, to and, play I this for recording. and
1: being overpowered like i love going <laughs> into areas where oh. i can absolutely decimate because i mean if you're going to be a hero you got to be able to to own people.
0: Yeah, for sure. Spoken like a like a true gamer. The the op o, op fighting is the best at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely,
1: man. Absolutely. Uh, so well, yeah, RP, RPGs do. You know, that's what I love. I love Baldur's Gate. I'm excited about the Baldur's Gate three that's coming. That's gonna be great.
0: Okay, and I think that's a Stadia exclusive, which is gonna be kind of weird. A Google Stadia. Yeah exclusive yeah. i have one game on google stadia right now it's NBA 2k and it works pretty well so i'm excited for that as well
1: yeah well i mean cloud cloud gaming i think is uh, is where it's going to be in the future mm-hmm. um, like i mean especially because you can put a lot of power on those uh on those virtual instances for for your machine because i mean the machine i have at home like I, I play console games so i have my playstation 4 i have my xbox you know one but you can you can have a real powerhouse computer on the cloud.
0: Yeah, and actually a friend of mine, uh, Gruji Pruji, shout out, he lives in Austria, um, he just bought a PC and we've been playing uh, Game Pass games, like Sea of Thieves
1: cross-platform,
0: okay. which is super cool.
1: My, my my seven-year-old wants to play Sea of Thieves. Like
0: he, yeah, He saw, yeah, I he saw the
1: video, he's like, this is awesome, but it's single-player,
0: you know? It no. is well it yeah I mean technically it's multiplayer but it I see what you're saying like you can't couch co-op and
1: right and there's sit no with couch them. co-op
0: yeah yeah I, yeah I
1: would need another like you know another device
0: a 7 year old could probably play that game I mean it's not <laughs> brutal and it's kind of pretty and I don't know I str- I kind of struggled with it the first time I played it so it's a little bit of a learning curve but <laughs> well,
1: I mean you know I haven't played Borderlands 3 with me and that's uh
0: Oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: and he's probably he's better than I am.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I <laughs> I forget like these kids. He probably could beat like kick both of our butts in Fortnite on his cell phone. Like,
1: <laughs> well, I mean, we he plays a lot of Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare too, and and he's an absolute terror on there. That's like, <laughs> amazing, people.
0: Uh, well, you kind of already answered this, but yeah, I was going to cool. ask you what your favorite genre is. So you're a uh, kind of an RPG guy, or oh,
1: absolutely. I, I love RPGs. I mean, the only thing is that they're very, like, time-intensive. So, if you think of, like, Borderlands and that Borderlands series, there's an RPG element to it, but it's a, a, the kind of game that you can come in and, and mm-hmm. shoot stuff up and, and and quit, and it's not a huge time investment. You can play it over time. Yeah. Uh, and and grind levels. And
0: and the, and the enemies, I think, are leveled to your...
1: Well, once you do the first playthrough, on the second playthrough in, in Borderlands, then they... They adjust to your level.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get back into Borderlands 3. I played through the regular part and did some of the multiplayer stuff, but I never jumped in when they had the DLC come out, so.
1: Well, there's, I mean, the DLCs have been really good. Um, I particularly love DLC 2 because it has that Lovecraft um, type of element to it. So if you like that that genre of horror, um, there's a lot of elements. And the new one, the DLC 3, um, is a western themed dlc
0: okay i like that a lot <laughs> yeah so, i should check that out i can imagine with the borderlands humor they do some good stuff with that too
1: yeah i know and i love the humor that they pack into into the game so it's uh, it's it's been something that i've enjoyed you know from from the first one borderlands one all the way through
0: heck yeah well what about anything you don't like are there genres you avoid like for me um like puzzle games i'm not a huge fan even if there's puzzles like in a game sometimes i'm like it depends yeah. on the puzzle like i don't mind solving like physical things where you have to like move things to find a pathway through but if it's just like solve this thing to open the door and like oh not again
1: <laughs> yeah no i'm not i'm not a big fan of like the puzzle games um but it's strange because i like like i enjoy tower defense games mm. so there's an element of like you're setting up your own puzzle to defend your uh your areas but straight up puzzle games not um not not a big fan of um i really don't like like the survival horror games like that's mm-hmm. never been i mean i played you know resident evil and and i played silent hill and those type of games but that's never been something that uh that's really appealed to me
0: yeah i'm a huge wuss when it comes to horror my girlfriend always makes fun of me because i don't want to watch scary movies and stuff so <laughs> I don't yeah. know, when I'm playing like The Last of Us Part Two, I'm down there like my palms are sweating and like got the lights on and I'm like, all right, let's make it through.
1: <laughs> it, it's funny because I watch um player select and uh and even like Parker plays and, and Parker absolutely like loses it in those horror games. <laughs> like he's 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 curled up in a fetal position and, and like screaming. Yeah. <laughs> which actually which is the amusing part, like watching his reaction to like Oh script. for sure. Yeah
0: like vr i have a virtual reality for my playstation 4 i will not play a vr horror game i just won't do it
1: <laughs> yeah i mean why, why do you want to torture
0: yourself yeah
1: <laughs> i mean the star wars stuff is cool though i, I love star wars so uh, anything star wars i'm I'm there
0: yeah i do too did you play fallen order then the the jedi game
1: no because so because of my son I, I try and play stuff that's like co-op okay and um and so we were pl- we played all of the Lego Star Wars games. Oh, cool! I'm excited about the Skywalker Saga coming out. That's gonna be really cool, Lego Star Wars. Um, yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, and I mean, my son plays Battlefront 2. Oh, great! And and he is absolutely awesome. Like he destroys me whenever we, we play. <laughs> you know, like a match up game, like versus. Like I tell him, like don't don't play don't play with me versus. Be on my team.
0: Yeah, it's uh, I'm sure your son is shot me many times because i'm not the (laughs) i I enjoy first person shooters but i'm not the best at them so i don't play them often but i play call of duty the newest one and i play battlefront 2 so it's
1: it's amazing like i mean he uses he uses the rocket troopers to 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 get on top of walkers and stuff and oh that's cool and so then he's he's on top of a walker and i can't find him (laughs) (laughs) he shoots me i'm like damn this is horrible (laughs) You know, but I'm, I'm glad because, I mean, he's using, you know, problem-solving skills. He's, you know, I, I find gaming to be really good for that.
0: So. Yeah, I've had conversations with people about, I think one of our listener writing questions one time was, like, like what real-life applications has video games helped you with? And and that's definitely one, like, you can sometimes sort of, what I call, like, gamify a task. Like, for example, mm-hmm. uh, I am a, currently a student at NHCC working on my last class here to get my, my AA, and... You can kind of look at it. I, it's a logics class, so I've got like these sections, and when I'm playing it, I'm almost kind of. or yeah, I just said playing it. When I'm filling yeah, out like we're, these we're equations the and breaking down, you know, the the arguments, I'm kind of like, oh. Uh, when I'm about to click like graded on the thing, I'm like, all right, here we go, and I click graded, it and it like comes out good, and I'm like, yes, I did it. Like so, I <laughs> kind of like gamified the homework.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, and, and so that's actually something that's been do- that's uh, happening in education. I mean, designing. Um, coursework a lot of faculty are now incorporating games in it because that's a way that that younger learners or actually even older learners like myself would engage with the material and really enjoy it right as opposed to just reading like a big piece of text and trying to answer questions on it
0: yeah well i mean you can
1: explore and do research and then it's cool
0: well i'm thinking back every single person my age is going to remember playing oregon trail on like the mac (laughs) pcs and Damn In, it, Dess Yeah, third grade, yeah. And you name all of the, your characters, like your friends sitting around you too, so you're like, oh no, Matt died. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, man, that, that game was always brutal.
0: Yeah, those were, the, those were the days. It was that, and then there was another one called like Number Crunchers or something where you were like a frog, and you had to, I think, like eat the correct solutions to stuff or something, and then, I don't know, it was, well, it was pretty fun. But
1: Well, Carmen San Diego was pretty cool. Oh
0: I yeah, mean, I forgot about that game.
1: Yeah, that you just, you know, you go to different parts of the world and you learn geography and, and, and history and it, it's, it, it's really cool stuff.
0: Well, that's a great transition um, to, I guess, talking more about this education process. You yeah. are now the president of North Hennepin Community College. As we mentioned before, you have extensive background. When you were young, did you always want to get into teaching or education of some sort or did that just kind of happen throughout your uh, learning process? Yeah, no. I mean,
1: growing up, in, what I wanted to do was to be a neurologist. Oh, and yeah, I wanted to to be a doctor, and uh, neurology was interesting to me at the time, um, because really, when you look at neurology as opposed to psychology, psychology uh, looks more doesn't necessarily look at the biology all the mm-hmm. time, and whereas neurology is more more on that side, and so that was my interest, and. Um, I didn't get into medical school. I, I applied like twice after I graduated my undergrad and um, I didn't get in. And so at, at some point I felt guilty that my parents are bankrolling me. Okay. I'm, You know, here I am with an $80,000 education from the University of Miami and I can't get into medical school and I really don't have a job. So I felt like I needed to, go to, to start working. So I, I left that, uh, that idea of going to medical school and then ultimately when I returned for my master's, it was in, in computers. Um, okay. Because in those years in between, um, I was working at Best Buy. So I was, I was part of the geek squad before they were named geek squad. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah, so I, I also worked in computer sales and, um, I really got into, into computers and the internet, even when I was working at the university of Miami in undergrad. Well, no, not in undergrad after, after I graduated, um, my job was to coordinate non-credit computer courses, so HTML, web design, programming. And so I, I just got interested in computers. And when I went back for my master's, it ended up being in management information systems.
0: Right and, on. You, st- you yeah. just talk about programming and stuff. Did you ever consider trying to make gaming into a career?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, at some point, not necessarily gaming, uh, but programming, you know, just application development. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I was, fr- I was thinking of being like a VB.net programmer okay but um at at the end of the day I, i'm not a code slinger
0: and okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, i it,
1: it's it's not really my my skill set i mean even though i could do it it's not it wasn't something that came easy to me okay and um by that point in my life i i fell in love with the work that's done in the community college like that that had much more of a calling to me than um than going into programming
0: Okay,
1: cool. Yeah, because that gave me the opportunity to work with students who, um, who faced a lot of the same challenges I did. I mean, I grew up here in, you know, as, a, as a son of, an, of a family in exile, and so the struggles of a, of a recent immigrant and, and trying to figure your way out in a new country and learning a new language, um, when I started working in the community college space, that's what I did. I helped folks learn about the, the community college and the education system in this country. So that's what made me fall in love with the community college.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying. I this is going to sound I have a bias, an obvious bias here because I am a community college student, but I think that there is almost an advantage to going to a community college like this because like for example, in my English class, there was like a woman from Nigeria and a woman from India and a couple people from Asia like or I mean from um like Japan and these people like were inspiring to me because they're learning the same exact stuff I am, but they're doing it in a second language. So I'm just like seeing, you know, real life struggles of people. And it was kind of like, to me, I'm like, you don't get that when you go to Princeton, you know, maybe they have a couple people on scholarship that they brought over or something from like a program, but, but there's something special I think about a smaller community college where you're actually just getting to know real people.
1: Well, absolutely. And I mean, and, and community colleges around the country are very diverse. So you'll, you'll meet people from all walks of life. And uh, really, we are the second, third, fourth, and fifth chances for a lot of people. You know, we're, we're the ones that provide opportunity um, in that space. And so oftentimes we are called democ- Democracy's College because we really serve that function of giving people that opportunity to become successful. So I, I, love, I love our mission and I love the impact that we
0: have. It's pretty cool too, that it's part of the like Minnesota system. So you can take classes at yeah. St. Cloud State and the U of M and stuff like that. I, I, I ended up taking one class at St. Cloud State online just because I needed to get in and it was full at NHC. Absolutely. So it's really more than just NHCC too that, that you're joining if, if you decide to go to something like that. Um, what advice, I guess, do you have for younger folks that maybe, or even people like me in their early 30s that are trying to make a career change?
1: Yeah, would... and get into the gaming industry. Yeah, and getting
0: to the gaming industry. I mean, it doesn't even have to be specifically into the gaming industry, but if you have insight on that, that'd be great. Yeah,
1: sure. I mean, what's interesting about games is that it's not just programming, right? Like there's there's writing, so creative writing to come up with the stories. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also graphic design for storyboarding and and making those wonderful computer graphics that you see in the games Um, certainly there's a programming side of it so obviously game programming in one of those languages is important but there's also a business element like if you wanted to you know like some of these um these streamers like they have multi-million dollar operations so it's good to have you know some business background entrepreneurial accounting so there's different ways to break into the field at the end of the day, you always have to pick something that you're going to be passionate about and you love. Um, and you can be successful within the wide, it, it really is a wide arena for gaming. So any of those are good ways. Music, obviously, you know, a lot of these games have amazing soundtracks. Mm-hmm. And so you can get into gaming through music. Um, theater and film, because obviously you have voice actors. Sometimes you also have motion capture for the, for the games. Mm-hmm. So there's many there's many ways to get into games and working for gaming companies um, the question is you know, what are you passionate about what's going to drive you and get you up every day and excited about what you do and that's always my first advice to people you know what are you passionate about because if you care and you and and you do a wonderful job you'll find a way to make a living doing it
0: yeah i like that a lot i'm even thinking some other like these days there's like community management and uh you know pr well
1: Well, web web design well and so virtual reality is an interesting one because for that you need to understand the physics of how the world works Hmm. so you do need science and math an extensive amount of (laughs) science and math if you're going to program a virtual reality you have to understand how the real reality works
0: yeah that's an interesting concept i never even really thought about how much harder it must be
1: to develop a vr game well, well yeah because you want it to behave in in a in a way that is is similar to our reality yeah so augmented reality virtual reality like yeah it's um yeah you need to, you need to know have some good science behind that so you can make it work right on yeah man so i mean there's a lot of ways to get in but at the end of the day it's you know what are you passionate about
0: cool beans okay so I guess on a, a semi-serious note here, I've always kind of had a little bit of issue with this, so I was wondering if, if is your passion for education ever undermined by like the for-profit model of college in the U.S.?
1: So, it's interesting you mention that because not every college in the U.S. is for-profit. Oh, okay. So when, you, when you think of our public institutions here, like in the mid-state system, uh, North Hennepin being one of them, um, we are not-for-profit, and- all the dollars that we receive so our funding comes from the state from Mm -hmm. taxes and also from tuition and fees all that money uh has to be reinvested into the college and the delivery of education so there aren't investors that are looking to to make a profit off of our earnings right all of that goes back to the students the faculty the the college and the community
0: Uh, that's really good to hear
1: yeah absolutely
0: just another reason to love NHCC <laughs> Absolutely
1: absolutely there's a lot to love there
0: um, there's something that I thought about while we were talking about the other stuff that I previously wanted to ask but I missed about in regards to your RPG and and Final Fantasy love have you had a chance to play the Final Fantasy VII remake?
1: you know I have not my brother has so okay. I have a brother and he is he's 40 years old'm I'm, I'm five years older so I just turned 45 this year and he's been he's been able to play it you know i saw i saw some footage because we were facetiming
0: Mm -hmm. and it
1: looks absolutely amazing uh but they chunked it out so it's not like the full game it's only it's only a part of the full game
0: yeah it's actually barely scratches the surface of the original it's like the very
1: beginning like when you're still in your mech
0: Mm -hmm. well it's um midgard is the city the name of the city, and yeah. the entire game is in Midgard. And if you remember back to the original, I think that's only like I don't even yeah. know, like an eighth of the game or
1: something. Well, yeah, I mean, it was like the early part, like when before before you you got out of it and really started exploring. So, yeah,
0: yeah, I really liked that game. So if you ever get a chance, I highly recommend playing it. But um,
1: it's funny, funny story. I almost like failed a class because I played that game too much.
0: The original game?
1: <laughs> yeah, I was I was in, I was in college and uh, I was just you know hooked on playing it and I had like a a final coming up in chemistry, and uh, I kind of blew off studying for the chemistry final to play. Yeah, and, uh, and and then I ended up getting like an F on the final. So. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, and I had an A in the class, so I'm like, this, this sucks. Like I should have gotten an A in that class. It was organic chemistry. Uh,
0: oh, I, because ended getting, of final like, I ended up getting like Seven. Like
1: a B minus, so yeah, it's you know. There's a moral <laughs> yeah. of the story, which is like, you know, gaming's all. It, it's awesome, but sometimes you gotta focus on uh, on the here and now.
0: Yeah, one of our podcast members, he was actually supposed to be here today, but had some car troubles, and uh, he is a pharmacist. So he talks about like playing his 3ds under the table in pharmacy class and stuff <laughs> like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, or or on your mobile phone. Like I just downloaded Final Fantasy Tactics for for my iPhone.
0: Yeah, it's amazing what you can play on your phone these days. It's yeah, I mean, certain phones can run Stadia, so you're gonna be able to play Baldur's Gate on your Android. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not.
1: <laughs>
0: like, to be in a meeting and like, hey guys, I'm sorry, I gotta check out. <laughs> not a good move. Uh, funny. Yeah. Um, I guess last thing I want to ask you is a funny thing that we just asked some guests: um, is a hot dog a sandwich?
1: So it's funny. Uh, I've been researching that. I had a very in-depth conversation with my wife. And so ultimately, it, it. when you talk about hot dog, are you talking about like the link? Or are you talking about the the link with the bread? Because okay. they're both called
0: hot dog. All right. One You're is, adding one a one layer a to this. That... Yeah, it's true. So I guess... For the sake of this question, it's the whole thing because I, when I when I ask it, I picture it in the bun.
1: <laughs> right. So if, if if you're asking about the bun, by definition, it is a sandwich.
0: Okay. So you, know, you because, say
1: because the definition of a sandwich is some meat between two two slices of bread.
0: <laughs> it's like Schrodinger's hot dog. Like it's 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 both right. It's yeah. It's, it is both.
1: <laughs> it is both because you call it a hot dog, and when you know, when it's in the bun, and then you also call it a hot dog when it's not.
0: All right, well, leave it to the college president to bring insight to the
1: Uh, hot dog is a sandwich question. To talk talk around the answer.
0: (laughs) Well, I I, I think you answered it, you said it is, right? Well, with the bun it is, so. Yeah, with the bun it is. Yeah, all right. Well, on that note. (laughs) (laughs) You, You don't seem too thrilled with that, so. No, no, I like it a lot. I honestly, I don't even know. I think I said it wasn't a sandwich. I think I said, no, my answer originally was if you cut the hot dog, in half and then vertically put it on the bread. Then it's, sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sandwich. So if you constructed it in a sandwich form, then it would be. But then we got into the weeds about like hoagies and stuff. So yeah, it yeah. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, a, ho- a hoagie is a sandwich.
0: <laughs> and it is, and it's that shape. So <laughs> yeah, it we it kind of ruined my my argument. But <laughs> um all right, well, everybody, that does it for our, our show today. Thank you, listeners, so much for joining us. President Garcia, thank you for joining us today. Um, Can you let people the best, I guess the best way to contact uh, North Hennepin Community College if they're interested in in bettering themselves and getting some education?
1: Yeah, I mean, the the best way to get in touch with the college is go to our website, um, www.nhcc.edu and start there. Um, And then we will be more than happy to take care of you and bring you into the family.
0: Yeah, I can give firsthand experience that, NHT is a great place to go to school. I've just been, I work full time. So I've just been going to online classes and a couple physical, just I think over the last three years or so I've, I've got my AA. So even if you're, you know, just thinking about it, take a class or two before you know it, you'll be close to having an AA just in liberal arts or something. So, so go check it out there. Um, you can find me on Twitter at AJ underscore ID. Uh, once again, if you want to contribute to the content, you can send emails to podcast at mostlynormalgamers.com. You can also sign up for our email list there. Follow us on Twitter at MNGamersPodcast. Otherwise, Rolando, I'd like to thank you for coming on today. I uh, really enjoyed our conversation. We'd love to have you back sometime and maybe talk with the whole group just on a, a random podcast someday. I would I would love that. That'd be awesome. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to take off, and why don't you go play some games? we <laughs> Will do. My son's waiting for me outside. All right. <laughs> take Bye. care. Bye.